welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode nine of the Future Money Show. Wow, I mean, we're up to nine episodes already. It's pretty crazy. Uh, shout out to Crypto Moon Boy for coming on to the show last time. It was a great, great conversation. It was great to hear all the knowledge that he has in the space, and we really appreciate him coming on, and we hope that he'll come on again and drop some more bombs of knowledge. So today we talked about Walmart and what they're doing in the metaverse, which is really, really crazy. So please stay tuned for that. Uh, we talked about, you know, our advice as usual and what we see going on in the market. And overall, this is a really good episode as usual. So please enjoy. Thank you. This is the Future Money Show. All right. Well, jumping into this episode right away, this is episode nine. It's crazy that we're on episode nine already. That does not seem like it's been that long. It seems like we just started. Um, There's a lot of big stuff in the world going on right now that we have to talk about. But before we jump into all the news, just how have you been doing, at least just in uh, this world of COVID? (laughs) I mean, you know, taking it day by day. But yeah, so like the UK has dialed back restrictions like quite a bit. So the mask mandate will be gone. Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah, reduced quarantine as well. It's all like, and they say hopefully by around March that everything will be gone. So, I mean, that will be good. Other parts of Europe, I'm not really too sure about yet, but I'm seeing that like Israel apparently is getting rid of their green pass. You needed one of those in order to enter the country and some other places are starting to dial back restrictions slowly but surely. So um, I saw the U.S. as well are saying that you don't need mandatory vaccinations now in order to go back to work, which is which is good. They're kind of pulling back on those mandates. I saw something and we actually touched on this very lightly. You know, like how you have the truckers, like that's like the distribution, basically. They were telling them that they needed to get like vaccinated or whatever and Truckers? yeah and they had weird. like they had like yeah they had a big standoff about that on the canadian border which is i mean you can't really disrupt that supply chain you know what i mean yeah that's interesting so, i don't know why they would require truckers they're not like next to anybody you know no exactly but but, but yeah it's I was hoping that this time around it wouldn't be so restrictive. You know, they they started to up their restrictions a little bit, but with how contagious this variant is, it's going around everywhere so fast that I'm glad it's not as strict, or at least it seems like it's not as bad. Yeah, I mean, every, everyone's gonna like, like, every, like, I mean, not saying everyone whoever doesn't get it doesn't get it, but I feel like everyone's gonna probably get this at some point. Like, yeah, is... for sure. I mean, I feel like everyone I know has already had it. Yeah, exactly. I don't think I know anyone who hasn't now. But yeah, okay. So jumping into the first news event, huge acquisition in the business world. Microsoft buys Activision Blizzard for $68.7 billion. billion Big. Massive amount of numbers. Big. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That is big. And Microsoft is going big dick energy too. They paid all cash. Did you know that? Yeah, I did actually. Sixty-eight point uh, seven billion in cash. <laughs> you usually when like companies do acquisitions that are huge like that, it's not usually all cash. It's like here's some stock, here's some <laughs> here's some cash, here's some you know we'll pay off some of your debt. But they're paying all cash, which is crazy. It shows you how much Microsoft values their own stock. Um, to not even but want to give it away. 
Facts, bro. The crazy part about that is, you know, that starts a monopoly, right? Because Activision is like one of the biggest companies in the world when it comes to the gaming world. Yeah. So basically now Microsoft will now own Call of Duty, which is like one of the biggest games yeah. ever. I had the list um, here. They'll own Minecraft. These are just some of them. Minecraft, the Skyrim, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft. Those are all games that they basically just acquired. Which major. is 68.7 billion is a huge number. But 10 years down the line, that's going to seem cheap. <laughs> it's going to seem cheap. I'm like, I'm like thinking about it right now. And it's like, that, that is major, like very major. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it makes, that makes Microsoft the third largest video game publisher in the world by revenue. Cause they have, Xbox, I, I don't know if the S- they got, they got yeah, all sorts of yeah, stuff. Exactly. I don't know if, if the SEC is going to let that buy go through though. See, I think that, they might say it's, that's the I thing. I think it already went through it. See, that's the thing is I don't, know why people at least aren't talking like antitrust stuff because that's like a huge acquisition you know google and apple they you don't even hear about most of their acquisitions because they're like 500 million 1 billion you know 800 million but this is massive so i don't know it's interesting um So another it's crazy. <clears throat> so the next news event that I was going to talk about was about Walmart. I don't know if you heard, but Walmart, I, I saw, I saw like multiple headlines, like Walmart entering the metaverse. So I, I uh, wanted to look into it and see what, it, what they were doing. So it seems yeah. like they're creating their own crypto, their own cryptocurrency. And on top of that, they're also going to release a line of NFTs. Yeah. So I guess I could, is it that they're going to have a cryptocurrency that you can use strictly at Walmart? Is that kind of? Probably to make their purchases and stuff like that. It's kind of like um, what Facebook was trying to do with their Libra coin. I don't know if you ever heard about that. I, I didn't hear about that. So Facebook was was making a, con, a coin called Libra coin uh, or, or called the Libra. And that was going to be their currency of how you can transact on their platform. Now, seeing as they have a metaverse, it can make sense why they probably do that. With, so with Walmart, uh, Walmart's probably going to use v- VeChain, to be honest. That's probably going to be what they build their currency on. Interesting. Uh, what's the benefit of doing that? Is it that... Not only do you get the value that they pay you in it, is it that is it is it that when they turn it into a token, it can like appreciate on its own, so it like makes I, it even more profitable? Does I that guess. make sense? I just don't know what the benefit of. I guess one benefit could be like rewards programs, maybe. Yeah, I guess. But I was thinking about it. Like, what what benefit does Walmart have from from? Obviously, they're gonna sell NFTs, which they'll make money from that but just from I mean, creating their own crypto to use in their store they'll create they'll control the supply like that would be the majority more majority in charge of the supply yeah i guess my, my only thought is that with a crypto being like an appreciating asset you know maybe it will, it'll just increase their profits when everyone's especially when they can like control the supply like you're saying and yeah but i mean probably control the price anyway. True, but post-regulation, it'll be stable, somewhat stable. Like, mm-hmm. 
like what Nick said last video, you're not going to get thousands of percent gains or whatever. So it'll just be fluctuation, but it won't be like anything crazy. But they're so Walmart pretty much Walmart has already came out and said that they're going to use V chains technology basically to verify their products along the supply chain. So they'll probably build a currency on V chains platform. Hmm. You think that'll make V chains price skyrocket? Oh, yeah, 100%. Probably. It's at like seven cents or something. Yeah. Or eight cents. So. Speaking of regulation, Jerome Powell and the Fed are set to release an 800 page uh, report on how they're thinking of regulating crypto into the future. So that's going to be huge news for a lot of these crypto projects. I know that it's predicted that the report is going to be somewhat progressive uh, and in favor of digital currencies and things like that. I know the the Fed has been trying to create their own digital currency for a while now. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and that would be a coin that's issued by the federal government, not by like USDC or Tether or whatever, an exchange. Um, it would be built on USDC though. It'd be built, it'd be in partnership with Circle. It would. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I guess that's some, when that comes out, we've been waiting on regulation for a while. So it's, it's great that we're now starting to see some advancement in it. So I, I think it'll be a lot for our projects, you know, the ones that we're invested in, the regulation is going to be huge. For sure. I personally believe that, like, well, I mean, I, I, I hate to say this, but I feel like the SEC, honestly, is just a distraction. And there's a lot of corruption in the SEC. Like, I mean, it's clear as day. Like, I can, I can send whoever wants as many articles to prove that or let you decide for yourself. But I think it's going to come down, you're right, to the Fed and the OCC are going to be the two governing bodies that put these regulations into play. Mm-hmm. Or any progressive movement in that direction, at least. Yeah, it's like the our, all the utility projects, um, they're just sitting there waiting for regulation to come because every single one. Yeah, it'll allow <laughs> because it'll allow for mainstream adoption of these things. Exactly, and talking about mainstream adoption, now oh, that's a perfect segue into what I wanted to say. Did you see that Google partnered with BitPay? Uh, I, I yeah, I read a little bit about it. So BitPay, for those that don't know, BitPay is basically like a payment processor, like art, like your PayPal, for example, or Stripe or Square or something of that, of something of that nature, but in the form of cryptocurrency. So Google partnering with it does bring that mainstream adoption to light. You know what I mean? Um, Bloomberg, Bloomberg reported on that yesterday and saying that how they'll be able to store assets in digital cards which is i mean that's very innovative that's what ledger's uh, also, doing right yep pretty much uh also facebook and instagram both talk well i mean facebook and instagram same thing but they said yesterday that they're creating a platform now that people will will be able to create display and sell nfts within insta and facebook Whoa. which is bringing even more mainstream adoption. I was in an AMA listening to that yesterday. Like that's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. In that thing that you, in the documents you you sent me one thing I read through it. And one of the things that stuck out to me was banks are starting to look at creating almost like being exchanges, like uh, on, on creating platforms and being able to allow people to buy, buy and sell cryptocurrency through banks. 
Yeah. And the other way around as well. Some cryptos are trying to, or some cryptocurrency exchanges are trying to become banks. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, I know Kraken. Kraken is my favorite exchange by far. Um, Kraken has a bank charter, but you can send wires to and from Kraken quite easily. They have all your banking history, everything like that within their platform. Uphold, for example, is also another another one close to it but i'm pretty sure some of these exchanges such as for example coinbase maybe ftx will probably try and become a bank at some point some of these cryptocurrency companies can't be as well like i can see ripple becoming a bank after the case is done and when do you think that's gonna be i'm 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 not i'm not i'm not even gonna get into that (laughs) but hopefully i want to see it go to the moon hopefully by the end of quarter one Hopefully. Oh wow! So okay, so you have a short time frame. All right, so I just want to yeah. see it go to the moon, like right now. <laughs> Seven to thirteen dollars. That's what I predict. So we'll see. I don't know if you saw this or, or listened to this podcast, uh, impulsive, or even saw the saw the headlines. Did you see that he that he bought a Pokemon box? He bought a uh, a huge box full of first edition Pokemon boxes for three and a half million dollars. What? And he opened it and it was fake. That's tough. So he got scammed for three and a half million dollars. And I listened to his podcast and he was talking about it. Obviously, he was really upset. But one of the things that he said that stuck out to me was the need for verification of products of like digitally has never seemed more important to him than at that moment because he just got scammed. And in with NFTs, it's a way to verify those things. So like he wouldn't have got scammed if if NFTs were used as verification. 100%. So it's just very interesting. Like we could use NFTs to verify like physical products in the real world. And, you know, that could change the whole industry of like, verific- like verifying collectibles or sports stuff. So I thought that was pretty I mean, interesting. No, for sure. But that's where the space is going, though. I mean, like, like I said, NFTs right now in their infancy don't really mean that much to me. Yeah, you can flip money and make some money. Cool. But where it's going to go, like, like, like I said, like your IDs, your passports, uh, Mm -hmm. anything to do with identification. And like you said, verification is is where NFTs are going to grow to. Or like anything that's anything that's a ticket, anytime you need a wristband. Anytime you need a yeah. stamp, any any of that stuff will all be NFTs for sure. I feel um, like at some point, like your your driver's license, you're not going to carry around a physical driver's license anymore. It'll probably put it in your wallet and in your phone and be like, oh, here, scan yeah. this. Yeah, it will be that for sure. There's so many companies getting into NFTs right now also. I know we talk about them all the time, but I just feel like every, every all these companies getting into the metaverse, getting into NFTs, getting in to web three in some way, each company is doing it a little differently. They're all seeing everything happen so fast around us. Web three and, and all this stuff it just came around and it is sweeping the world like crazy. And, yep. and they're, they're, it seems like all these companies are kind of panicking and trying to figure out how to get involved somehow. Um, and it's kind of, it's kind of scattered at the moment, but going yep. into the future, you know, five, 10 years down the line, I could, it's going to become a lot more organized and people are going to figure out how to navigate the space a lot better. Uh, just like they have with the internet right now, um, you know, sure. websites and, and web too. Well, I mean like a lot of these places have to break out of that old money mindset. I mean, 
the company like the bigger companies so like your walmarts your your like big banks and those kind of guys like they all have that stuff already figured out it's more like you know like the smaller companies that are now like following what the bigger companies are doing and trying to get their um trying to get their selves in in place to not you know like feel the burn of of the change of the system yeah but like even yesterday i was in a ledger uh ama just listening and there was people in there talking about like nft integration and metaverse and where where the world's going so uh there's this girl and she's 14 bro 14 she was she makes a vr ar um work out like artwork in the metaverse in a digital store bro insane she's 14 like 14 but i mean i'm thinking about it right like you have so many artists around the place that like you know they they don't know what direction to go and like you know they're painting on canvases and trying to get commissions and stuff like that but this is like a way forward like i brought i brought someone close to me and to um into one of these amas yesterday with me and like it just opened their eyes because think about this like as an artist now you can create a digital store in an upcoming market it's going to it's going to take off just like how you and i were talking about like if you were to buy a property in a metaverse in a high street kind of area like it's gonna make a lot of money Mm -hmm. it's so interesting like the possibilities are endless if you could have all sorts of jobs in the metaverse that you could work yeah that's just i feel like the possibilities are absolutely endless like art is one that's crazy to me that you could basically go into a virtual world and paint <laughs> or make like art and someone will pay you for it that lives in the metaverse you know i know right that i i saw on walmart's thing uh when i was reading about them that they're gonna start selling virtual stuff too so like uh like even home decorations in the metaverse like walmart will, will end up selling that stuff or electronics think about that you're in, you can sell a tv in the metaverse <laughs> to somebody well and make real all money. Of those things all those things are going to be in the form of in the form of a basically i think like a, like an nft within that platform for mm-hmm. example like like i i keep using this as the best reference because it really is it's like real life gta like yeah. when you have an apartment in, in grand theft auto or whatever like you have nice ass apartments like you can make a smoothie in your apartment you can smoke a bong in your apartment you can drink some alcohol in your apartment yeah not gonna lie side note this is like funny i used to make my character drink as much like wine as possible <laughs> and like when you start when he starts to run he starts spitting and then eventually he'll, he'll drop if he gets too drunk but anyways it's it's something like that and probably the same thing with buying cars in the metaverse. You'll be able to have a garage and buy whatever kind of car you want. And yeah, like for sure, it's going to cost money because you're like, you're spending your real money. It's just GTA brought to life. Okay. Well, yeah. But here's the question in GTA, you can go hook up with a prostitute and then punch her and steal her car and then go shoot somebody. <laughs> what happens when you do that in the metaverse? <laughs> okay. Okay. That's not a question for me, but like, <laughs> what happens? <laughs> Dude, is there gonna be a bunch of police in the metaverse? Uh, They're gonna go have prob- to go and so like probably. whenever you put your headset on, you're just gonna have to wait. <laughs> well, well, that's in the jail. thing though. Like, it depends. Oh my gosh, it depends on like 
like how far how far this thing goes like i mean in its infancy no it'll be like it's just like an interactive like play around kind of thing but like you're not carrying guns in the metaverse and stuff like that right now at the moment you know what i mean like there's a lot you can there's a lot of funny videos bro i'm not gonna lie there's a ton of funny videos in the metaverse but and there's a lot of creeps in there (laughs) don't get me wrong (laughs) but like if regulation comes to the metaverse when regulation comes to the metaverse for example if uh elon's Neuralink, when that becomes live in the metaverse that's like your consciousness is now a part of that metaverse so at that point like if anything were to happen to you in that world it'll most likely happen to you in real life because i mean that's it, it will affect your brain in the same way because in a sense you're connected to it yeah. so like, if you were to die in the metaverse you're gonna die in real life <laughs> that'd be like that, oh, that's the crazy part to think about like like so i mean i can only imagine like it's something movie like bro it'll yeah it's it's very crazy to think about but yeah it is, it is very very movie like like i said right now it's still in its infancy but when it elevates itself to that next level then yeah uh probably we'll have governments in the metaverse and everything at some point like, oh my gosh who do you think's gonna win who do you think's gonna win the battle of the metaverse like or do you think there'll be a bunch of different ones like like you know facebook's trying to create a metaverse and sandbox has a real estate metaverse and you know a bunch of them they'll probably be interoperable or however however the fuck you say that but they'll probably they'll probably all be compatible with each other Hmm. i don't think there's going to be many though it'll probably be like a handful of them but you'll probably have tiers of metaverses as well, like high-end metaverse where you have like your super rich, famous celebrities, all those people live in this metaverse. Then you have a metaverse for like normal people, metaverse for whatever. So I don't think, I don't think you'll have like. You think there's going to be like a, like a famous person's metaverse. That would be so cool. (laughs) I don't think there'll be like one famous person's metaverse. I think that there'll be a metaverse where like it'll just have all those high profile people within it that's so and then they're gonna be like if you buy my nft you can come into our metaverse for exactly and meet me you can come to one you can come to one of my parties and they're all gonna get richer (laughs) all right guys so i wanted to bring this topic up before i forgot and it's very very important which is why i needed to bring it up uh it's about safety in this space so Paul and I were just talking about this uh, off camera for a little bit. Crypto.com had a ton of their accounts hacked. And there's a saying that I've said before, not your keys, not your crypto. Meaning that if you keep all of your crypto on the exchange, it's not 1000% protected. Like myself, I, I, I like the ledger device. It's called, It's a hardware wallet. Even if you were to get a hot wallet, it's still better than keeping your crypto on the exchange because exchanges are more targeted than hot wallets and obviously cold wallets. Now, also another thing I would say is don't be the person that talks about your holdings online because then you also become a target. It's really not that hard to track someone's IP address and find out where you are. So don't be the kind of person to be like, yo, I lost this this much amount of crypto or yo, I made this much amount of crypto because you will become a target. There's too many stories of people that they, random people on the internet, just track them down, find them. And I mean, I don't need to say any more after that, but there's many, many stories about that kind of stuff because you feel the need to 
show off, it's, it's not worth it. Honestly, the best thing to do is to keep that kind of stuff private. But getting yourself a ledger, a decent wallet, a treasure, Trezor, sorry, Trezor, uh, is also very good. Those are hardware wallets. Uh, Decent is a bi- uh, biometric wallet, so fingerprint. Ledger has a 24-word uh, seed phrase that you write down and then you create a pin, so on and so forth. Uh, you can send your crypto from the exchanges to these devices, and then you hold your private keys. And so you're basically in control of your crypto. There's also hot wallets. So you have trust wallet, even Coinbase's wallet is separate from Coinbase's main, like main exchange. Crypto.com also has a DeFi wallet and a separate wallet as well. So those are separate from the exchange. Those are things, Atomic wallet, for example, Exodus wallet, like there's a, there's really good choices to choose from. Uh, that's something that you guys, if you guys are getting into the world of crypto, that you should pay attention to and should look into just to secure your assets. Because, I mean, nothing's going to hurt worse than you grinding away for the last couple of years and then, boom, someone hacks your crypto and then, you know, you don't want to open up your balance to see that you don't have any more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not sponsored, but I highly recommend Ledger. Unless, Ledger, if you're listening, you should sponsor us. But I, There will be an affiliate. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, Ledger's been sure. great. Uh, yeah, there's an affi- he has an affiliate link. If you guys do pick up a Ledger, if you go to our About section, there's a link there that says Get a Ledger. Just click on that yeah. and buy yours. Um, it goes straight to their website. It just makes life easy. Yeah, and if you do buy a Ledger or any um, hardware wallets, make sure you buy it directly from them uh, in their website. Do not buy it from a third party or anywhere, uh, anywhere else. But yeah, crypto.com got hacked. I, I was looking at all the comments on their posts, like so many people's uh, like Bitcoin got stolen and all their investment because they didn't know any better and they kept it on exchanges. Yeah, it's just really important to at the very minimum, you know, keep it in, uh, you know, a, 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 is a software wallet. Is that what it's called? Like, uh, yeah, it's a soft wallet, hot wallet, same thing. Yeah, the, like the one there's wallets that are online, basically. Um, and then there's like hardware wallets a cold wallet which is what a ledger would be they make the they make the whole process really easy of moving crypto and and with the ledger it's really simple so yeah would highly recommend it so since we were talking about security and it reminded me of when logan paul had his pokemon card stolen he also talked about uh some nfts that he bought and he bought 42 uh world of women have you heard of the world of women nft collection no so uh, the world of women nft collection is a completely women-owned nft brand and they're it, it they're in support of women and it's kind of just like a i don't know how to describe it like it's a brand dedicated to women is a good way to describe yeah. it um and yeah. so they released this nft collection and he bought 42 of them for $800,000 total. And he just sold one of them for (laughs) (laughs) $800,000. So now he has 41 of them just in the money. And the floor of them now is over $1 million. (laughs) That's crazy. Or not the floor, but the the ones that he has are uh, about a million dollars. So he's he's got probably anywhere from 30 to like 40 million or so dollars worth of NFTs that he's made just from that collection, which is insane. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, bro. It is super insane. Um, and 
uh, in the world of NFTs and Bored Apes just became the most expensive NFT collection. They passed CryptoPunks, which oh. for a first, yeah. So not that it's extremely important, but just to update on you know what's happening in the world of nft land not that anyone pays attention to nfts anyways <laughs> yeah why would you why would you ever nfts are stupid would you ever would you ever put a little bit of money and try to flip some nfts uh honestly if i had the time yeah probably uh but like anyone that asked me because i do have people that ask me ask me this question all the time uh, personally this is just me I would only try and flip NFTs that I can get on the whitelist and get it at pre-sale. If I can get it at pre-sale, 100% every time. Because mm-hmm. I do own NFTs. I own a few. But every one of them that I've owned, I were, I managed to get them at a pre-sale price. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if I sell them, I'll be in the green regardless. Are all of yours in the green? Right now, yeah. The ones that I do own. Jeez, you're the only one. You're the only one I know. <laughs> it's just because I because I minted them at such a like a like okay, I'm good at research. There's like like you know that, or right? something. Point oh six. Like some of them, yeah. I have a lot of Sol uh ones built on Solana though. Oh, okay. But um like you you know me. I'm really good at researching and I pay I pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um so like I'll find projects or like some of my like family will like send me projects to look at. And I'll be like, oh, this is sick. I didn't see it. And then like when I look at the premium price, I'm like, yo, this is nice. And I know the floor is going to be a lot higher than what we bought it at. So I just end up selling it. Like I have a couple uh, rare NFTs right now uh, from a a collection. And I'm just going to hold them for a while because it'll get more rare over time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I considered taking a little bit of money and just trying to flip some nfts which just seems too risky i'm not willing to risk it right now the thing is it's for me like what i would what you would have to do is go into the big like you know the blue chip collections then i guess if you want to put it that way and find ones that are ridiculously cheap that's what you that's probably what you would have to do and then try and flip those or do research on new artists coming out like for example i found an artist that does commissions for marvel and he just started making NFTs, so he didn't have much of a following, but now he does all of a sudden. Like I started following him when he had like five K subs. Now he has something like like 50, 60, and he's growing and growing and growing. So obviously now the prices for his projects are going to be a lot more expensive than when he was at 6K. Yeah. So like I have two of his NFTs that I got at um I got them at point point three Ethereum. And right now I could sell them for 1.5. Oh, jeez. But I'm going to hold them. I'm going to hold them longer because he works for Marvel. So the more that this space grows is the more these things are going to be worth because he's going to get bigger and bigger and people are going to want to get some of his early works. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. For sure. And then, and no, I'm not going to tell anyone who it is. So (laughs) don't even ask. Don't even ask. All right. Well, that was episode nine. Thank you for watching, guys. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube, follow on Instagram and TikTok. Let us know if you have any questions or any topics you want us to talk about. We will absolutely talk about them. Just make sure you comment and thumbs up the video. Yeah, we will see you next time. Bye, guys.